and thank you for checking into the Home for Wayward OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. Today, our guest is my friend Crash. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Thanks for having me, Christina. You're welcome. I'm glad to have you on the show today. Yeah. And a quick tech update before we start. Uh, some of you might notice that I sound a little bit louder than I have in the past in this recording, and that is thanks to a very helpful suggestion from friend of pod, guest of the pod, predecessor, mentor of the pod, Jake Mason, who pointed out to me, well, didn't point out to me, but who suggested that I check out my audio settings, and I have adjusted that, so now I'm getting lots of nice waveforms on my recording. So, thank you, Jake. Yay, thank you, Jake. So, Crash, who are we going to be talking about today? Today we are talking about my high school original character, Spud. Nice. And uh, can you give us a quick explanation of, how about first off, uh, what Spud is besides a good character? So Spud's a very good kid. Um so Spud is a, an alien shapeshifter from a tribe of, like, chimerical animals from a planet far, far away from our own. And uh, the original design was meant to be kind of a video game project I had back when I was, you know, 14 and 15 and didn't know how video games were actually made. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just I'll just make my own. It's great. I play a lot of them. I could make one spoken like every every middle schooler high schooler even some college kids some adults arguably yeah yeah so like i was you know a a dweeby you know high schooler kid i had a ton of friends in anime club um and like that was kind of my group because i had just moved to georgia at that time like a month before high school started so i knew nobody I quickly bonded with the anime kids. Oh god. I'm sorry that you had to I'm sorry you had to do the whole move right before starting school thing. That's terrible. I also missed uh marching band camp, so I had to quit band because of that too. Oh god. And I ended up getting really into chorus, so that really worked out in a way, but um so I had a lot of friends in anime club and you know they were, you know, into the same shows I liked and they were into the same video games I liked. And this kind of became like a project of mine. And I got inputs from some of my friends who were, you know, artists who drew animals. And later I kind of realized were maybe furries. It's great. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to (laughs) judge. Yeah, no, they're great people. And I like look back at them and I'm like, they were extremely talented artists and the nicest people gave me the best critiques, helped me with character designs. They're, they're a great community. Um, and so this just kind of became like a pet project of mine. I would like add characters, um, you know, story elements as like the year went on. And then a lot of them graduated when I was a sophomore. So I kind of like shelved the project and began to like move on to other things after that. That is, I, I have an, I have an original character who will be discussed at some point on the show who had... I'm just going to say maybe similar origins to it sounds mm-hmm. like Spud had. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely can say that I have been there. Yeah. So I guess like physically uh, Spud's kind of 
the the whole like tribe that he comes from they're just kind of a hodgepodge of different animal elements and that was kind of easy shorthand for me because i didn't know how to draw animals so everything just kind of looked vaguely like a dog or a cat and then like it'd just be like oh but he has a rabbit tail because they're shapeshifters it's fine or (laughs) or this drawing i'm drawing a longer tail because uh you know because shapeshifting it's fine so like um spud's kind of like feline-esque He's got like some uh, some pictures he has kind of kitty cat ears and some pictures they're longer like rabbit ears. Um, but he kind of the signature thing that always stuck with all of his designs. He kind of has like a goofy dumb grin. Yeah. Buck teeth and then some kind of bug antenna. Good. And um, in certain versions, the bug antenna have like pom poms at the end. Sometimes they're just kind of like, you know, just like quick, like little wires. simple. Yeah. Wires, essentially. Um, and just kind of like as I drew him, the designs shifted here and there. Some pictures have wings, some of them don't. He's had bat wings, he's had clamp angel wings. <laughs> clamp as in like specifically like card capture soccer on Magic Knight Rayers clamp? Yeah, like like the the swirl and the, like the little like very simplified like feathers. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 I gotcha, I gotcha. And I don't even know, like, that's what I was getting it from, because I was also really into Gaia Online at that time, which is a, a forum website that was kind of a hodgepodge of a def- all sorts of anime influences. So, like, it was, now looking back at it as a 27-year-old, I could be like, oh, yeah, that's Clamp Wings. But at the time, I was just like, oh, that's from Gaia. And I was just drawing them. Um, I think Gaia is still active in some capacity. It's a... um very different website these days but yeah. yeah it's 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 still around just like deviantart's still around uh this character definitely lived on deviantart uh as well but um yeah so at that time i was playing like a bunch of like ps2 games uh this would be about the time that kingdom hearts 2 came out um and also i was playing star ocean 3 till the end of time which also features like kind of an intergalactic uh you know hero's journey and you know i was just like oh, i could write one of those that's like i can do that and so there's like looking at these characters like spud and and, and the siblings i ended up adding onto the cast like spud i i can draw direct lines to like oh spud's like Sora meets Naruto, but like as an animal. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. And like, um, his older siblings, like they also have like just very like, not even like trying to hide it. Like references to like, you know, the personalities of like Sasuke from Naruto and also like Sakura. Though okay. I was, I was very into Naruto around that time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I I also was, and I was always upset that my parents wouldn't let me get a, my parents would not let me get a uh, Leaf Village headband protector and wear it to school, which in retrospect, I'm very grateful for. Yeah, I never ended up with one either. And then when I got one from an anime club friend, it wasn't big enough for me to wear it the way I wanted to. Because I think I was like, oh, I'm going to wear it around my my waist because Rockley was cool or something or whatever. It's funny, my boyfriend has one on his desk right now, and it's the Itachi one with the line through it. It's oh, okay. horrible. We're we're trash, and we meant, we're meant to be together. Hey, um, you know what? That sounds... <laughs> that, 
That sounds like a good match to me. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like as as I was doing like iterations of Spud, um, kind of updating his design, I ended up adding um, an older sister character who's kind of the middle child, and her name was Turnip, and she kind of is like the the mother figure because I didn't like I don't know I just like these are weird aliens I don't want to like think about parents in this even though even though yep. there's like siblingness it's is weird um but you know i so she tended to be um she looked more like a dog with like emo girl hair <laughs> um she had like butterfly wings uh because you know again like just mixing and matching animal elements yep um and then also and then like her deal was gonna be like she would join your your team for like the first world but then like after that it was like no spud you have to you have to go go and do this alone because um i had written some kind of like the the hook for the game is uh, every member of this tribe when they hit a certain age has to kind of go on a journey throughout the universe to kind of like not only like grow up but like physically mature and like learn to use their transformation powers and like activate it in a you know deliberate way where spud up to this point has been like accidentally like shifting his tail around or something like that and like his older siblings have full use of this ability but like he's like you know he's a dumb kid so he doesn't know how to do it yet yeah spud is an adolescent alien yeah yeah um, Adole- alien puberty <laughs> alien puberty you get kicked out of your home and are told to just like figure it out dude oh god <laughs> um and then I, I also wrote um, Spud's older older brother, who is the troubled, moody brother, and he's yes. um, the oldest, and he's the strongest, and he had a katana, and a chain, uh, like a chain sickle, and um, he was vain and arrogant, but he was the strongest, so that made it okay. Um, and his arc eventually is like he's like palling around and he gets like cursed by a witch i i don't know where the witch fits in but he gets cursed by a witch because that's the thing that happens in these kind of stories and he like gets disfigured and he has like an alligator head so oh yeah there so i think there was like a quest line where you could go like fix your brother (laughs) or Or you could uh, just, like, leave him as is. <laughs> you just have, like, an alligator head for the rest of the game. Um, it was very big into, like, player choice. Because that was, like, um, a- a- about the time that, like, Fallout 3 was coming out. So, like, those kind of, like, Oblivion, Bethesda games. Like, they were, like, very big on, like, your choice and what you want to do. And... Oh, yes. The Todd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a very simple time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just kind of, like, had this, like, scheme for a video game, but I never really did much with it. It was just kind of, like, um, something I always would come back to and, like, add more characters to. I think I, like, wrote one, one, like, optional character that was, like, some kind of, like, spaceman. He looked like, like a people. And he had, like, a, like a, you know, astronaut helmet on. But it had, like, the, um the like led display that would do like emoticons and stuff like that because oh, i was like daft punk yeah like daft punk like a, a fully coolie like very original 
<laughs> original character do not steal. Um, but he would like, if you go off on a hidden path on the first world, he would like join up with you or whatever. And, uh, it was, it was, it was very like, it's a, it's a reference to something that happens in, a Star Ocean three, where there's like a really cool optional character, but you have to like do everything right up to that point or else he won't join your team. And it's okay. <laughs> very original. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? We celebrate that here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to talk and maybe summarize a little bit of the gist of like what the path is that Spud would that of like Spud's video game narrative that you came up with? So, like one of the things that I was kind of thinking about, and I think this is kind of just maybe me reverse engineering the lack of stuff I have for some of his journey. But, like, I never really designed, like, a main antagonist for him to fight. Like, he's not, like, running around fighting Heartless, you know. He's not running around fighting interdimensional evils like Star Ocean. You know, he's not, you know, it's not like a Kirby story um, where, like, something bad comes out of the nether and, like, Kirby has to go fix everything. I think the main source of conflict was mostly his journey of self-discovery and, like kind of going to different planets and just kind of getting caught up in something and learning a lesson and then like leaving so in that way i think it's kind of like one of the reasons why i'm really fond of this story is it kind of takes it has like the trappings of like the hero's journey but it doesn't do anything with them and just 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 about like a really good boy learning about himself yeah i mean it could be argued that the hero's journey doesn't necessarily need to be about traveling the world, that it is also in some ways just about like discovering yourself and introspection and growing as a person, or in this case, a character. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I think it's looking back on it. I think it is interesting that I was like, I guess I wasn't really invested in like, you know, designing this big antagonist for him to fight. It was just kind of like, Oh, just, I don't know learn to be yourself and like be comfortable with yourself be comfortable with like your heritage and like as a awkward kid with like no self-esteem that was kind of really powerful to me but yeah it was it, it's it's funny looking back on stuff because i'm like you know pulling up old documents i have like i was really invested in like what kind of like stats spud would have but it was never really like invested in like the very big stories of him i just kind of wanted like kind of like smaller stories and then like really fun combat because what's a video game without really good combat yeah i i would agree that sometimes well sometimes the combat being bad is what makes a video game fun or at least funny to play and Mm -hmm. rag about but also i am totally there with you and minutia because i could pull out right now a sheet of paper, well, not a sheet, like a like a little like stapled together stack of paper that I've got that is me trying to come up with stats for my different sets of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, I just like, you know, and I, 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 looking back, I'm like, oh, this is really tropey, and if I were to like go into this and like start moving pieces around, like, you know, Radish, the older brother, is very, you know, like physical attack, and he uses a sword, and his sister is like healing magic and nature magic and stuff like that, and I feel like if I had my way now, I'd be like, oh no, I'd turn that on 
turn it on its head and like give the sister like the melee stats and make the brother like a meek caster or something like that because that doesn't get done as often but uh i mean tropes are not a bad thing but it's good sometimes well not sometimes it is often a good idea to subvert the tropes if you can or at least not fall into the same stereotypical and sometimes harmful patterns that tropes can cause yeah like i'm going through these the pictures of like the sister character turn up and i'm like oh like this dumb kid like that's all i knew was like sister characters are are motherly they're healers they don't get to do anything else besides that and like now like you know being 27 i'm like oh yeah no like female characters can do whatever the hell they want yes do something interesting with a 14 year old me come on um but that was the other thing too is 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 they were temporary characters anyway and like the idea is like making friends along the way for these different worlds so there was room for me to do more interesting stuff and like that would be something fun to do as like a much older person like coming back to this and like adding more more characters to the cast and like just getting weird with it because there's just so much room to get weird with this concept i made like oh yeah the three main characters are all like relatively mammalian but i didn't add like any like bug stuff i could have gave them like weird like horrific like bug pincers and stuff like that and i just didn't oh. uh, <laughs> just cute butterfly wings yes. but like what about a terrifying like butterfly proboscis oh god that be that would be terrifying <laughs> this is why i am not an entomologist yeah bugs are like wonderful and terrifying Yes, that is that is very very true. <laughs> Bugs are yeah yeah. That's a topic for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah yeah. Welcome to the bug business. <laughs> oh god. No one well not no one. Someone would listen to that, but it would not be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was like um, one of the big things I did like on DeviantArt. Like my DeviantArt handle was oh um. The, the first draft, Spud's name was, like, Curse Spud, like a sound effect, like an onomatopoeia, like, Curse Spud. Okay, but nice. I, I, I ended up dropping the cur somewhere along the line. Because that doesn't just, like, that doesn't have, like, a good, like, resonance to it. Like, Spud is, like, succinct and memorable. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, that was, like, my DeviantArt handle back in the day was Curse Spud. It's still up. I, I nice. went I went back and, like, downloaded, like, pictures off of it and was reading the comments on it. It was, like the secondhand embarrassment was real there was a lot of rar xds oh in there um <laughs> you know what? that's that's how the internet was at that point in time it was so. and like it was fun i, I that oh, yeah. was like um you know it was fun logging in onto deviantart and seeing like what my art friends were up to and like i didn't have i think that's like one of the things i liked about this project is i didn't have like any creative shame at this point like i was just doing whatever like i was drawing backgrounds with no perspective i was drawing like wonky animal anatomy and nobody was like you know like i had friends who like you'd be like hey you know like let me show you how to do some shading and like stuff like that but nobody was like coming after me for being like terrible at this like i had this space to just like have fun and i had like just no shame in this one aspect of my life (laughs) yeah there is there is a lot i think i remember that i feel like there was a study done at some point that like kids are or not kids necessarily but like people are much more creative 
like before the age of like let's just say 13 for the sake of it mm-hmm. and then like after that like kids are much less imaginative or willing to try different things and that could probably be argued that it's you know the onset of anxiety and a wanting to fit in and concern about other people's opinions and I don't and which is part of why I don't think that like stuff like stuff that you make when you're young should be like I mean yeah you know you gotta look back and be like oh god why did I use why did I why did I type in all of these emoticons in these comments and why did I name them why did I name my art pieces these things but at the same time you have it I, it would be it's good to look back on stuff like that with a certain element of just like you know what like this was what like this was good what it was good when I made this and it was me having imagination and doing good stuff yeah like I'm looking back on these like compositions and I'm like I don't do full page drawings anymore like 14 year old me was like whipping out these full page drawings with backgrounds and color and shading and I'm like now I'm like I'm happy if I fill up a post-it note with a single drawing (laughs) like it's just like it's it's post-it notes are a fun medium though it is really fun that's like my life now is like highlighters and work pens um but yeah it's just like um and and i think it also helps for me at least like having enough time away from like that secondhand embarrassment because it's like you know like if if you had told me like if if this podcast concept was around when i was in college i'd be like i would never divulge this kind of details and like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. put this kind of art up on the internet for people to see Yep. But like, you know, being this far removed from it, you know, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post this on Twitter. It's great. Like, I have drawings up that I know are a little bit better than this. And, you know, it's it you can kind of see the, the trajectory. There's yeah. a lot of anime eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To quote a famous song, I know where I'm going because I know where I've been. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Of, oh, I also um, I meant to take this up, but I didn't. I didn't think I kept kept forgetting to do it. Um, at one point, these characters did live as an RP forum on Gaia Online. We, me, and my friends. Uh, I played Spud, and I gave Turnip to one of my really good friends at that time, um, Stephanie. And then uh, Radish was played by my really good friend Alex at the time, and we so it was, it was like a kind of like a casting director and i was like okay you can play my character and you can play my other character and we're gonna rp yes. in a in a public forum yes yes <laughs> and, yes and there was uh because in, in you know on gaia um you could like you know do like colored font you know like the whole shibiel you yes. know just like for your forum posts so like i would do like green uh font and like kind of like a silly smaller text and like um my friend playing turnip would like you know she would write in like purple and then i think radish was like a red or something like that it was it was a lot it was i think that's like Crash, what 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 a gift you have given to me on this day <laughs> i i feel bad but um if i can remember my password because it has been forever since i've been on gaia if i can get into it i will find those posts because you used to be able, 
you used to be able to go into your profile and go to like the posts you've made and it would just like keep a record of that and i i bet i could if i can get into my account find that oh yeah i think i remember i i was never on well i was only ever on one fan forum and Mm -hmm. that was the glee forum but i think i remember a similar feature on that website so yeah i think that's pretty standard for forum websites but yeah like this was like my underclassmen years like i i think i the original concept came around towards the end of freshman year and just like kept like refining and drawing him and he started off very much like like the original concept was more like I don't know, it was way less animal and, like, way more towards, like, aliens, just, like, kind of smooth edges. And then, yeah. like, my anime club friends would be, like, you know, doing doing fan art for me because we were all, like, great like that, just drawing each other's characters. Aww. And, like, uh, one of my friends, she was amazing. She, like, I think one of her drawings, you, I think through her, that iteration, she drew, like, fur around the edges because, you know, that just kind of makes sense. And I was like, oh, that's cute. I'm going to do that. And just, like, through you know kind of this like game of like telephone like the character kind of just slowly became like who he is now yeah or are there any big traits of spuds that were things that came from your friends who helped develop spud or was it or is is spuds like personality and things like a hundred percent you see that i don't quite remember i'm sure i'm sure at one point somebody was like hey you drew him like this and then he was drawn like this another time. What's the difference? And I'm sure like me being a liar was like, oh, didn't you hear? <laughs> that's his special power <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like that's something little little me would do. Like, I'm not going to admit that I'm wrong. So I'll just make it a thing. I'll just roll with it and improv. Hey, you know um, what? Yes, and. Yes, sure. and. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't remember like if any of like the personality stuff I got from the friends. I think, um, I think it was it was mostly um, things like you know fan art kind of informing my art, and then also like you know drawing inspiration from my friends' drawings and like their original characters. Like, oh yeah, girls exist. Let me draw a sister character. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, mentor figures exist in these kind of like hero stories. Let me draw an older brother things like that was was spud's brother turnip was turnip or no radish was radish spud's mentor then or did spud have a mentor outside of family yeah i didn't really draw like any villagers or like npcs for like the hometown it was mostly about like the three siblings so i i think by that default it kind of makes radish like the mentor figure because he's like oh you know i've i've done this journey and and by that point um his sister turnip has also done the the like coming of age journey so like they're like oh yeah we can give you some tips and we'll hang around with you on this planet but as soon as you leave this planet you have to you're on your own completely you know because you know i'm uh, at that point like i don't I wasn't really, like, writing a whole lot. I was just kind of, like, mostly just drawing, like, one-off characters. So it didn't really, like, occur to me, like, oh, yeah, like, I need a village. I need, like, a village elder or matron, you know. Like, where are parents in this story? (laughs) Like, where do the alien creatures come from? Do their traits just get rolled on a table when they're born? Or is, like, 
they're like a, a father and a mother in this situation like yeah it's like that just reminded me of that that one post that was going around a while ago like oh instead of having like a gender reveal party like the parents cut the cake open and then like three tiny daggers fly out surprise our baby's a rogue <laughs> yeah it's just like it was i think i was thinking about that like last week i was like how does like genetics work in this is it just like a table and you're like i don't know and you like roll some is it D- like gattaca or something or like yeah you like roll some d20s and you hope you get like mammal because that's easy to raise or something <laughs> oh boy that would be a heck of a way to have kids <laughs> <laughs> sure there's like weird pokemon egg logic in there in there somewhere just like just don't think about it just like just put it out of your mind it's a kid's game yeah don't don't (laughs) worry about how don't worry about how both an onyx and a rattata are born and grow up in the same size egg yeah or like skitty and whale lord are in the same egg group oh god i'm not touching that with 10 foot pole yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i am not a biologist no or, I, I, and I do not work for the Pokemon Company, so not authorized to speak on such matters. Yeah. But I think, like, because um, Kirby was also another franchise that was really big to me, like, even, like, way before high school. So I think, like, uh, thinking of, like, world concepts, I probably was going to do, like, some Kirby nonsense where, like, this one's lava, and this one's water, and this one's ice, and this one's, like, sky, because... Like the Star Wars universe, one planet can only have one climate, and you just kind of go between them. It's yep. it's good. Star Wars is good, actually. Most of Star Wars is good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave that with an asterisk there for another podcast to handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of those. But, yeah, I think, um, like, those kind of, like, space adventures, like, really informed my interests and kind of just bled into at least this story of like just just travel the universe it's fine don't worry about the physics of space travel or anything like that there's yeah. like public train i think like i like it imagine like a spaceport with like actual like ships that go between planet like nothing like like a magical like archway or anything like that so that that act, uh brings up some interesting questions of like the technology level and like public space transit in this universe it's fun to think about okay so um one of the pic one of the things i've uploaded was um i did like stats and like attacks for spud i kind of wanted to go through that because yes. they are very adorable yes and they, these will of course be on the uh these will, of course, be posted as part of our uh, as part of our visual diary for the episode that comes out today. Yeah. Um, so I have written. So there's a profile of Spud, and there's kind of a three quarters view. Um, and I wrote uh, Spud. He's a mix. He's mixed because he's you know all sorts of different kind of animals. I have him written as age five, and that. That brings up even more questions of, like, age five is the age of maturity for these aliens. Um, I don't want to think about that too much, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? Biology is weird. Biology different is weird. grow at different ages. Hey, five is kind of old for cats, so who knows? Five five <laughs> is definitely into adult cat, mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm. But for qualities I have written, distant, forgetful, honest, kind, and cheerful. Mm-hmm. 
good combination. Um, good combination. Great, great protagonist material. Um, oh, yeah. I have abilities, uh, so he can transform his tail. He doesn't equip any weapons. Um, I have written able to use skills without recoil, which I think that's some Pokemon logic because I think a lot of yes. his attacks are just like takedown. <laughs> Because if he doesn't have any weapons, yes. he just has to smash things with his head. Yes, slam um, techniques. Yeah, and then uh, he powers up all animal units. So if you have, like, other animal friends with you, he is, his mere presence on the battlefield enhances them. Um, nice. As far as, like, his stat layout, I'm just, this is kind of mean. I feel, I feel bad for this poor kid. <laughs> I gave him good HP. He has good defense. Uh better speed and good luck uh, but his mp is bad his attack is bad his magic attack is even worse his magic resistance is bad um <laughs> and then i have two other stats uh shield and mentality and his shield is good his mentality is bad and i was thinking about like what the heck does mentality do and then i looked at the the ui diagram i did at the bottom which is adorable and i am very pleased with um yeah but one of the things that I was going to bring in from Star Ocean is um, you actually can KO your enemies by depleting their MP. So okay. by doing certain skills, you can attack their MP directly. And if you get their MP to zero before their HP, you can finish bosses really quickly. So I think I was bringing some of that into this. So you kind of okay. have like... Uh, you have like a bar of shield and a bar of mentality that kind of gets burned through before your actual HP and MP starts taking damage. Um, so yeah, Spud has good shield and kind of bad mentality. Uh, his commands, because this is an RPG and I was playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he has attack, skills, defend, and then pack. So whatever you have in your inventory. I and, then, and then combo, I think... Um, isn't always available. It's only um, available under certain conditions, and then I have the conditions written down. Um, I don't think I knew what the word detonators is, but anyway. Um, so his attacks, he can scratch, headbutt, bite, or slash. Very good Pokemon moves. <laughs> um, yeah, nice. Uh, he has, uh, under his skills, there are slam techniques. I don't know what those are, don't ask me, but he can do them. I mean, you know, like, body slam face slam tail, tail slam. slam yeah the, the, the gang's all here uh and then animal skill i don't know what animal skills maybe that's like making friends with random animals or something recruiting recruiting yeah yeah and then his different just styles of defending he could curl up he could harden his fur or he can uh use sharp fur i don't remember what sharp fur was but i guess it's kind of like a a defensive stance that like hurts things if they try to hit you um so spud can activate his combos if uh an animal ally unit is ko'd or an, nice. uh, heavy damage is dealt to animals or when spud ko's a unit um, when he attacks ko's something with a combo or critical hits yeah and the combos are, these are very good, and I'm very proud of Younger Me for these combos. Yes, they're very good. Please read them off. So they are, there is Spud Roll, which combos into Hyper Roll. There is Spud Charger, which combos into Super Slam. 
there is spud beam which combos into super beam and then there is spud super roll and then i guess the capstone highest ability is just omega spud nice very strong very strong name very strong name uh i feel like that's probably like potentially reminiscent of the like ultimate naruto like shadow clone of a thousand times something yeah if i if i had to guess it's probably something similar to that do you mean the one where naruto like like makes ten thousand duplicates of himself and then they all run into stab at the same time or like Mm, yeah yeah it's been a very long time since i've seen or or read any naruto so yeah this is so this is like early on that's like his big attack is i can make a lot of me and they all punch nice because punching's good yep but yeah that's um that is a a surviving like stat info dump that i have for this character and it's always funny i've i've kind of done these like faux video game concepts before and i will always like write something down but i don't explain it so i had to be like it's always fun like looking back at these like character sheets and be like what did i mean by this (laughs) what does this mean even like i'm reading this character sheet and like guessing that like what is combo detonators like okay (laughs) and you also have a character sheet in here for radish yeah and again i feel bad because i don't have one for turnip uh the sister which is kind of upsetting but it was just not in this notebook maybe i tore it out who knows um but for radish radish is 18 his qualities are arrogant prideful skillful and vain so he's got some uh some vices in there yes (laughs) radish is the riku in this situation he's the riku sasuke like unhappy hybrid between the two of them oh Um, god that'd be a weird kid Oh, yeah, it would be obnoxious, and I would want to dunk their head into a toilet. Um, his abilities include uh, the ability to full tra- or do full transformations. He has mastered that. Um, he gets increased speed and attack by 50% when he equips a katana, and he does double light or dundle- double thunder damage but and absorbs thunder element. Nice. It's a, you know, because Thunder's the most dramatic element or something. Yes, Um, Thunder is the angstiest element. (laughs) It really is. Um, So... I mean, how many many angsty heroes or video game characters use Thunder as their main weapon? The only one that I can think of that isn't really angsty is Chrono from Chrono Trigger. But he doesn't say anything. He's just kind of a dude who looks like Goku. Um, but so, so Radish is only bad at magic resistance, luck, and mentality, but he's good. He has good MP. He has good attack. He has good magic attack. He's got, um, and good speed. So he's like glass cannon. Yeah. Hit stuff with your katana really fast. Um, his, for his attacks, he can either, um, so he has the attack skill or command. He can transform in combat. Um, he has a skill command and then his inventory. So pack. Um, <laughs> can, you ex- can you explain to me the throw technique where you throw party member? 
Okay, so if I had to guess that's reminiscent of um, another game I was playing at the time, because everything's a reference to a game I was playing at that time. So there is a strategy RPG that um, was on the PS2 called Disgaea. So it's um, okay. you're you're playing on grids. You you play like demons, and you're like fighting other demons, and it's 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 cute or whatever. It's not. I don't really have a taste for it anymore. But one of the things you can do is you can lift ally enemies and throw them. So that lets you get like further in the map than you would be able to just moving normally. But this game has more of like you know like a Kingdom Hearts like active rpg style so i don't know i think he could just like just hoof a party member and throw them if he wanted to because he's a bad boy i guess fastball special Mm -hmm. always always a classic always a classic um but yeah so he could uh slash or hack with his sword it's very very important distinction and i think the slash the division between that is i think that's human or like animal form so he could um, when he's not a human, he can bite or slam into things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, He can throw items or money, which is uh, a Final Fantasy reference, because there are certain Final Fantasy uh, characters that can just like throw items to do damage at people. Okay. Um, Seems legit. Yeah. So as a human, he can either defend with a shield. I'm pretty sure I spelled shield wrong, because I always struggle with how to spell shield. It's okay. Um, he could either or duck, duck and cover. Does duck and cover give radish bonuses from defending against nuclear attacks? <laughs> um, it wouldn't surprise me. That it's it's a hidden effect. There you go. <laughs> um, and then the last line for his human defensive skills, he it's something run away. Um, and then as a. As an animal, he he can do the um, the familiar curl up, harden fur, or sharp fur, which um, Spud also has. And then we have some very good, very 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 good transformation options. So, yes. like I was saying earlier, I was not very creative in like what kind of animals <laughs> that the the main cast can transform into. So, uh, Radish's main forms are human, wolf, fox, dog werefox and werewolf werewolf spelled a very interesting way yes <laughs> uh, yeah just a lot of mammals don't worry about it <laughs> nice um so his combo skills only activate when turn up or spud is ko'd or he takes damage or when he deals damage with a sword deals damage with electricity or does an instant ko on the enemy nice um he can use uh form skills so i think that's like transformation forms uh stuff with his katana or his electrical techniques and then his combos are thunder booster which combos into electrical electric reactor um i don't know i think that's arcane blitz run which combos into final bolt who knows what that means (laughs) it's okay there's a, a recharger combo, orbital combo, and then the, his his peak one is electrical perform or electric performance. So, some very very good stuff on Radish's character sheet. Since you have talked a lot about um, like the video game influences and setting for Spud, do you have 
any, do you want to real quick just like talk about like what a basic interaction would look like for that or? Oh yeah. So, um, I think the best comparison to probably draw it to would be, you know, a little bit of like wolf links combat in twilight princess. So you're like running around on all fours. You probably like, and then, um, it probably would have something similar, kind of like Kingdom Hearts, where you have like a, a menu that you're kind of uh, using the because this on is the go you know, combat. Yeah, the, yeah. So on this the is go turn-based combat. <laughs> no, actually, um, this would be like active combat. So okay, because um, Square does own the patent for the kind of combat I would want to use if it was turn-based. So the, I think um, I this was all like very like kingdom hearts this was very um like you know just like on the go combat just like fun um it has some strategy but like you know just like good satisfying just like beat em up with some rpg elements that's always very cathartic yeah um there'd probably be like you know villages you go to you talk to some people and then like you know Get, have some reason to like leave and then go out and you can fight some monsters or whatever make some friends out in the wild uh things like that that's also a very good aspect of video games the whole getting to recruit people to your party or you know go capture some pokemon or yeah things. <laughs> yeah i think like all of the rpgs that have really resonated to me are the ones that are like there are like 50 recruitable characters and it you can't even get them all in your first playthrough you have to do a new game plus to get them all like oh wow that's like that's a little bit ridiculous but (laughs) oh that's chrono cross the spiritual sequel to chrono trigger you cannot get every character on your first playthrough you have to do a, a new game plus to get everybody which is great that game's kind of controversial but it like really stuck with me for some reason yeah yeah, a lot of people who really liked the first game are like, this is bad, actually. And I'm like, it's cute. Hey, you know what? That's important. Yeah. So what are you, What are some of your uh, favorite plot points that you have had happen to Spud? Um, I think... One of the things that I, like struggled with for the longest time was like whether or not spud was going to like do his full transformation by the end of this game um because i just i tried drawing like a human him and it just like it did not come to me as natural as drawing his older siblings as humans and like i tried a couple different times and it just like never really worked out and i think like one of my favorite plot points was i think towards the end of the game I think he eventually kind of comes to the realization that, like, that wasn't really for him, and it's okay to just be himself. And, like, maybe he's not ready for that step in his life at this point, and just, like, really embracing, like, who he is, and, like, just kind of loving himself for that. Kind of bucking tradition and being like, you know, I'm me, and I'm not, I'm not good at that, but I'm good at other things, and this is, yeah. you know... You know, I'm good at making friends. I'm good at being a good friend and, like, being lo- loyal and reliable. And, you know, that's what I want to 
you know, foster rather than like this arbitrary thing that I'm being foisted upon, like that's being foisted upon me by, you know, my, my heritage, my culture. That's a very good thing to have happen and yeah. to get to address in a piece of work. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and I, I didn't like, I didn't think some of that maybe like reverse engineering, just like the lack of stuff that I did with this character, but also like, I think that's kind of, you know, something that I, I probably intended. I just didn't have like the words for it at the time. It's like, Oh, it just, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't make sense for him to be a human by the end of the game. That's, and then I just kind of like, it just stuck. Yeah. And then just like kind of reverse engineering it. We're like, well, you know, that could just be his choice that he'd just be like, I, that this isn't for me. But like, you know, like all, all the good video games, like this was probably going to be a franchise deal. So like, I'm sure it would happen maybe in a later game, but at least like in his first title appearance, it was not something I was really interested in. Um, trying to think of other like fun things I had him do. Um, I think like, I was just like really stuck on like writing his, like his send off and like getting him off of his home world. Cause I, I kind of envisioned him as like kind of a lazy homebody. So it's like, this is the only way for him to get out in the world. So like, I think I spent a lot of time just like writing. And I think that's actually like what our, um, our forum RP for this was, was like the, the events leading up to him leaving um home and like setting off on this big journey yeah because sometimes that's the hardest thing it's it's i mean it is is kind of difficult to like get a character to do something when you know like they wouldn't do this unless like outside forces were influencing them like if he had it his way he would just stay home forever and just like you know not really contribute to society which sounds great but uh like i think his home is a little bit more strict than that it's like no everybody does this you have to go and do it yep that is the whole getting lovingly shoved out the door on your first day of high school or going to be a pokemon trainer or mm -hmm. first day of wizarding school or you know insert cliche here <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> has spud made it into anything else that you've done or created or written or anything like that not really this was kind of self-contained surprisingly uh later original characters that i would make would bake it into everything i do because you know they were D, D characters that made it into this and that and the other but uh spud's like whole little world um was kind of just like wrapped up pretty neat and i i, I definitely learned from like this character experience and like you know, you know, picking out personality traits that I like, picking out design elements that I like, picking out like themes for an adventure. Um, I think that I carried with me through everything that I've done. But yes, Spud never really made it into anything else. Anything else that you can think about for Spud um, before I go into the final question? No, I think we covered everything. Oh, excellent. Well, if you think of more, there is always there is always an open room at the home for Wayward OCs if you want to come back and talk about Spud. Yeah. Okay, so your last question for the evening then, Crash, is why do you love Spud so much? Um Spud kind of occupies the space in my brain where um I just I adore 
kind of like my creative freedom at that time being you know young and relatively inexperienced um i loved you know creating him with my friends i have so many good memories of like you know drawing him and receiving drawings um you know of him from my friends you know just good times collaborating with friends and just like um that i will always love about him he's a you know he's a good soul he's a, a great kid he just wants everybody to hang out and have fun together and he learns a really good lesson about himself along the way and i think that's something that everybody needs to learn you know just being able to be comfortable with yourself and love yourself um he really embodies that through his arc and just like just yeah that pure unadulterated self-love is Aww. something that i've you know i've taken with me and you know it's easy to forget but i've tried to instill in myself that's very sweet yeah and heartwarming and good i love this character he's good. a great kid <laughs> good way to end the show yeah so crash do you have anything that you would like to promote or talk about on the internet or where can people find you if you want to be found etc cetera, etc cetera. i can be found at crashing waves 14 on twitter um that's the best way to reach me um if you have questions about my original characters don't steal um i'd actually like to promote so i don't have a podcast of my own but i like to promote a friend of my podcast um that would be cassidy's uh podcast uh kids and their dog they're a scooby-doo recap podcast they mostly uh focus on the movies so they've done yeah. three so far and they're they're just starting out they've got a really good thing going keep an eye on that feed because somebody familiar may be on there pretty soon gee i wonder who um, that might be who i wonder and they're at at kids and their dog on twitter okay you that is i think that's our first promotion for a podcast that the guest was not directly on yeah so that's very kind of you yeah i i am saving the podcast world by not having one of my own it's a good thing <laughs> hey you know what podcasting is not for everybody it is a it is a weird field to be in sometimes yeah. I, I definitely am more suited to being a guest <laughs> hey nothing wrong with that yep so thank you for being on the show today, Crash. It was great to have you. No problem. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. The Home for Wayward OCs can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our theme song is Violet by Pottington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. You can also email us at waywardocpod at gmail.com. We are always looking for guests to talk about their original characters, and we are uh, subtly going through the list of future guests that we have. So drop us a line if you're interested in coming on the show to talk about your characters. And since we are, we're st this is still a fledgling podcast, you could say, uh, it, would, it is still and always will be uh, super helpful. If those of you who are listening can subscribe and rate us on your listening platform of choice, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, because that helps us to find more guests and to brighten more people's day. 
So, thank you all for listening. This has been the Home of Wayward OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. And then I don't know what the other one. I there's does like that, a does there's, that like give, a, there's like a there's like a sorry <laughs> there's that, like a oh go ahead <laughs> we keep doing this. <laughs>